I'm Elizabeth, and I'm a Sagittarius. Hi, I'm Kimmy, and I'm a Gemini. And together, we are Sister Signs. So today's topic was super highly requested. I don't even know how many comments we got requesting us to talk about twin flames. And for people that are not familiar with the term, it's more so associated with like spirituality and metaphysics on that side. I was trying to find a lot more stuff on it like pertaining to astrology, but it didn't go like too in-depth. I think it's more on like the spirituality side, like the witchy girls and stuff like that. But essentially, if you believe in twin flames, it means that your twin flame is essentially the other half of your soul and that they are created from the same divine source. I don't know if you have any other thoughts on twin flames. Just on what it is in general? Yeah. But okay, before we get into it, let's do a quick life update. Okay. Pause. Kimmy, what has been going on in your life? So many things. No, obviously I'm still figuring out stuff post-breakup, but I honestly feel like I'm doing a lot better than I thought I would be when it originally happened. But I think it's also because I've already been through the worst breakup of my life, and that was Cancun and... 2021 like that was i don't think anything could possibly top that I, that was terrifying yeah it was horrible like to the point where especially with certain people reaching back out to me like that one guy i went on a date with that triggered my ptsd while i was eating pizza with him and i cried i had a panic attack in the bathroom because he reminded me so much of my ex yeah i've already been there done that with the bad breakup which is why now especially when there's no animosity or malicious intent and we just went our separate ways i've Like, yeah, it sucks and I'm sad, but it's fine. I'll be okay. At least I'm not stranded in Mexico, hungover with no money for food or water, sleeping on the airport floor overnight by myself. Yeah, that was pretty terrible. Horrible. What doesn't kill you really does make you stronger because look at me now. I'm I'm not going to say I'm unfazed because obviously I've been pretty emotional, but considering, I feel like I've been doing pretty well. Yeah, at least you're stateside and safe. Yeah, definitely. Let's see. What's been going on with me? I've just been manifesting more things. So I've been looking for modular couch for a while. And our old couch had just been through too much. Like, I couldn't clean it anymore. Like, the stains weren't coming out. And if you have kids, you know what I'm talking about. Unless you have a leather couch or, like, cushions that you can remove the covers. Anyway, I was like, we need a new couch I've been looking at a whole bunch. I figure out what style I wanted. And then I did my thing that I normally do, which is I go on all the websites, search for the couch that I want, and then I just wait. And then I go on Marketplace and I just wait. And someone had posted this virtually brand new couch. Like, that couch, look, it's clean. Like, it's really nice. For $50. $50. That's amazing. The post had been sitting there for an hour. I'm surprised it didn't get snatched up right away. I was the first one for a pretty much brand new couch that had never been used. It was just sitting in the ladies' basement. And it was exactly the style that I wanted. I gotta start manifesting. I'm telling you, I have a whole system now. First, it was the dresser drawers. Mm-hmm. Then it was the couch. Also, I manifested the Dyson. I was looking for a Dyson for a hot minute. Dang. And I got a really good deal. I only paid 150 for that Dyson. And they're normally, like, four times that. How do you fight the need for instant gratification, though? 
because I am just so dedicated to finding a good deal. I would rather get a good deal on a high value item than just do a big splurge. Is that your Capricorn? That's I think that's my Capricorn coming out, like wanting to be fiscally responsible. I'm balling on a budget. I love it. It's working. It's great. So we also got a new puppy. She's a golden retriever. And anytime I talk about it with other people with goldens and they're like, oh yeah, how much did you pay? And I tell them, they're like, oh my God, that's an amazing deal. That's a steal for a purebred golden. I'm like, I know, I'm telling you. I do my research. I do my market analysis. And I ask around and I wait. But I don't wait too long. I feel things have been coming pretty quickly to me. Mm -hmm. I've never had to wait more than a few months for something that I wanted. Dang. So that's my humble brag. (laughs) My manifestation has been good this cancer season. We just had what? The Capricorn new? Yeah, we just had a Capricorn full moon. Full moon. moon. Yeah. So maybe that gave me a little boost too. Who knows? Interesting. But yeah, so let's jump into this twin flame topic. I am admittedly a skeptic about it because when we kept getting comments requesting for us to talk about twin flames, I rolled my eyes. I'm not going to lie. I'm not trying to be mean, but I just don't, I didn't put a lot of stock into it. And again, maybe that's my Capricorn moon with Sagittarius, like placement speaking, but it's just, it was a hard concept for me to wrap my mind around that we've got billions of people in this world and you have one twin flame you're gonna tell me your twin flame just so happened to be in your tiny podunk town with you and you're gonna be bent out of shape when the relationship doesn't work out no i feel like you're that's a hasty generalization that is a hasty generalization because your twin flame especially as we get into it like, and there's so many people in the world. What if you never find them in this lifetime? But then that's fine because you have all the different types of soulmates that can help you out. True, true. I don't know. That's And that's where my skepticism comes. And then when I was doing my research on it, I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't I feel like I found some stuff that kind of made me believe in it a little bit. It's something that when I was in college, I heard a ton of people talk about in one of my friends in college she was convinced that she had met her twin flame and it happened to be the person that she was on again off again repeatedly but they always kept coming back together Mm -hmm. and I don't know it kind of fits a little bit for them and reading through the description that I found I honestly think that that my most recent ex could definitely be my twin flame even though it wasn't something that I initially thought of before but reading the description I'm like wait yeah when I was reading the description of the negative traits it definitely made me think of all the toxic people that were in relationships together but i also think it depends so we're talking about it really abstractly right now but i think it also depends on where each half of the twin flame is at in their life because if one of you is more evolved than the other then that person's gonna think that the one who's not as evolved is super toxic and then if they're both like really immature they're gonna be really toxic together like i think That's part of it is you do have that toxicity that you have to work through. Like the whole point of having a twin flame is to grow and evolve and become better. Okay. Like that's the benefit of it. Even if you don't stay together, you're still getting something out of it. Yeah. Some sort of personal growth. I'll let you lead with the definition. Okay. Then what what you have on twin flames. And I'll jump in with like my little notes too. Okay. 
So a twin flame is when two very similar people fall in love and mirror each other's traits, values, and passions. So it's seeing all of your best and worst traits looking right back at you. And so for some people, that can be really triggering, especially if you're noticing, I guess, the quote-unquote bad traits. Mm-hmm. It can be triggering to see them in yourself, too, and you're like, oh, yeah. Man. Because it could bring all of those emotions mm-hmm. that you have been, like, bottling away to the surface. And, like, you can either choose to heal from it or react negatively. And so the other thing is that twin flames in relation to soulmates, the, dif- the difference with soulmates is that they're destined to be in each other's lives regardless of personalities or situations or circumstance. But twin flames, they can choose to evolve together or celebrate their likeness, or it can also become all-consuming and codependent, which I feel like is what happened with my relationship. Mm -hmm. We were so similar, and I thought that it was my perfect match ever, so then I became codependent on him and the relationship itself. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people think that they meet their twin flame whenever they have some sort of aha moment or random coincidences, or they just feel a really deep, soulful connection, especially early on. And I feel like that's how I felt in my relationship. We'd only been dating for a month and I felt like I had already been dating him for six months. I felt like we already were so established. And that changed as the relationship progressed where it didn't feel like we had made a lot of ground in short time. But I don't know. It was just weird thinking back to how I felt then. And like you mentioned, there's only one twin flame per person and see so signs that you have met them there's usually an instant reaction not always but typically and your mental emotional and physical connection to them will be high and the feelings will be very intense and ultimately the purpose of a twin flame is to help wake each other up and although soulmates are beneficial you can't grow in the same way with a soulmate as you can with a twin flame but yeah, so that's I, where it's like touching more on the spiritual side of yes. things. Yeah. But I also feel like to your point about there's so many people in the world, how are you supposed to find your twin flame? I don't think I do think that everyone has a twin flame. I don't think that everyone has to find their twin flame immediately. Like maybe they're already like their journeys are different. So they they don't have to have the interference from their twin flame to help them along their path. Most people don't end up with their twin flame, according to what I read. It's, it was just they were a person that taught them, like, a life lesson and helped them grow? Yes. Interesting. Yes. Or they came together, went apart for a while, and then came back together. That's also a thing, too. It just yeah, depends. Yeah, that's what I was reading. It was talking about, like, separations and challenges. So it says that your twin flame journey can involve periods of separation or distance, The separations can be painful and may lead to feelings of longing, confusion, and frustration. The purpose of these separations is to foster individual growth, self-discovery, and to resolve personal issues before a potential reunion. I don't know. I still know couples like this where they get together and break up all the time. And it annoys the crap out of me. I'm just like, why do you put yourself through this torture and you keep coming back together and... What is it, like, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results. And that's exactly mm-hmm. what it is. Like, one of my friends, she she got with this guy. He 
cheated on her while she was pregnant. They broke up. And then they got back together and got engaged. And they were about to get married. And then he cheated on her again. So they broke up. And so they got back together again. She gets pregnant again. Then he cheats on her again and they break up. And then they're back together now. They didn't have the big elaborate wedding that they had planned the two times previously. <laughs> they ended up just getting eloped at the courthouse. And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, like, I wonder what's going on behind the scenes. Because he's cheated on her so many times. She's had two kids by this person. And is that a twin flame? I don't think Or are they just toxic? I think that's just toxic. And then that was a little jab toward them because they're both from the same little podunk town in the south. Not Texas. That's no just one in Texas. not them wanting to grow apart and be separate. Yeah, so I'm just, I'm hoping maybe there was some growth and maybe he's not going to cheat on her for the 20th time. But I, I always thought it was funny because when he does cheat on her, she'll put it all over Facebook. She'll be like saying all these crazy, it's hilarious. I love watching things from the sideline. But that's what the first thing comes to my mind when I read about twin flames and it talks about intensity and turbulence, the separation and challenges, unbalanced dynamics. That's what that makes me think. But I don't think, so obviously everyone's journey and path is different. Push and pull dynamic with these unresolved issues. But I don't think that one person in the relationship repeatedly cheating is the same thing as what you're describing. Like, is the same thing yeah. as the push and pull. It'd be one thing if he cheated one time, which I don't condone at all, but if he cheated one time and then learned from that and actually made a change and that was his growing moment or that was his, mm-hmm. when you're on the roller coaster and you cross over that, if that had been it, then I wouldn't rule them out being twin flames. But for him to repeatedly do it, that's just them not wanting to grow up and accept that they are probably meant for other people. And I feel sad for her that she is settling for that, especially in a podunk town. Are you kidding me? Expand your horizons, people, okay? That's what I'm saying. That is what I'm saying. Sorry, that got judgy. It upsets me whenever people think, oh. But even people from our hometown, like, I've seen that same pattern. And it just makes me cringe internally because I just feel like you're setting yourself up for a lifetime of torture. For this person that you love so much. And in some cases, like, they'll both be doing the wrong things to each other. And they'll hurt each other. And then somehow end back up together. And it's just, to me, it seems like a very toxic cycle. And I think in their minds, they think they're growing. But from an outsider's perspective, I'm like, nah, y'all are just repeating the same mistakes. Some people are addicted. They're addicted to the drama and the toxicity and... The, they don't know how to have a healthy relationship. I saw this video today, actually, and it relates to this a little bit. And this lady was talking about how her therapist told her that when she first met her husband, the therapist met her husband, that at the end of the date, she said, that was a pretty decent date. I think I could see myself going out with him one more time. And the therapist told her that's the type of energy she needs to be on the lookout for because when you meet someone... And I feel like that goes for me, like when I meet someone and it's just underwhelming or meh, but it wasn't Mm -hmm. bad. And I'm just like, there was no strong connection. But if you're only choosing to go on dates with people that instantly excite you and give you that dopamine, you're most likely just falling back into your 
typical patterns Mm -hmm. and attracting the same type of people. So if, like me, you're like, why do I keep dating all these men who are emotionally unavailable? It's because those men excite you or women, whoever you're dating. Those people excite you and that's why you're wanting to suddenly be interested in that person. That made a lot of sense to me. So I feel like that's, for some people, they think that's their twin flame when really... Well, like, when you look at the definition of the twin flame, like, it talks about the intense bond and how there's, like, that deep sense of familiarity and recognition and magnetism. So I think you're right. Like, when people meet someone and they get excited, they get that dopamine hit, they think that's what it is, potentially. But it's supposed to transcend physical attraction. And it's mainly supposed to be you're attracted to them emotionally, mentally, Mm -hmm. and spiritually. But I feel like sometimes people get that mixed up. And then maybe they could have a false twin flame that they think is what it is. But I know one thing that I thought was interesting was where it talked about like divine timing. So it says that the reunion of twin flames is orchestrated by divine timing and they're going to come together when both of the individuals are ready to embark on their spiritual journey. And the universe pretty much just aligns the circumstance of their meeting. And sometimes it can take time and patience. And again, that's like a little bit of like where my skepticism comes in about having just one singular twin flame. But yeah, it talks, it just says that the universe will align itself for you to meet your twin flame when you're ready. But I guess that's like, logically, I have a hard time reconciling that. Would it help you if you thought of it as the people that come in and out of your life as friendships, but they mm-hmm. they teach you something? I feel like that's where it, it makes sense to me is like, yeah, the universe is going to align because maybe you dated someone that you really liked and then they had to move away suddenly. Like they had to move abroad. I don't know. I'm making mm-hmm. stuff up. And then suddenly you're, I don't know at the grocery store and your twin flame is i don't know i don't know yeah i just i love fate okay yeah you do like fate and you like looking for signs and stuff like that and while i do believe that people have free will to make their decisions and be like oh i was gonna do this but i'm gonna do this other thing i do think that the universe does it gives people you options yeah choices to not make. even necessarily options i think it gives you detours if you want to take the scenic route or if you want to take the more direct route One thing that I wanted to focus on from an astrological perspective is where you could look in your chart to identify if someone could be your twin flame. And we did that before the episode, like with your ex. So one thing that you can do is figure out if you have strong synastry. So synastry is when you compare the two birth charts and assess the compatibility and connections between the individuals. So you're going to be looking for conjunctions, which is when two planets are close together, oppositions, when two planets are across from each other, or strong connections between the personal planets, such as like your sun, moon, Venus, or Mars, in the birth charts of the two people that you think are twin flames. So that's that could be like a good indicator. Do you mind me sharing like what we uncovered? All about mine. Yeah. That's fine. So we ran Kimmy's synastry chart with her ex, and we noticed that a lot of his Chiron placements, they were in conjunction with some of your placements. What did we talk about? I think we talked about like the fourth house of family, his Saturn 
is um, in my seventh in your seventh house and yeah it a lot of it just made sense they they have a lot of unresolved issues that they need to handle on their own it's not something that you know anyone else can fix but yeah i the thing that i was laughing so hard because i just thought it was ironic that his saturn is in your seventh house of relationships i don't know what the future holds but to me that says like he would have been ready to settle down or have a family when he got through his Saturn return. That's what it tells me. Like, he's just not ready to make those commitments. And maybe his Saturn return is going to be him confronting his own personal issues, his own wounds with his past. Well, and I've read a little bit of his Saturn return, and it does have to do a lot with that about, like, commitment and routine and, like, figuring out all the all the stuff that he has mentioned to me that he wants to improve and work on with, yeah and then got mad at me for trying to help him improve and work on yeah. well, okay twin flame you go over there and i'll be working on myself in but, the meantime. but the overall compatibility of the charts were good it just seemed a lot of things with your chart were activating his chiron and for those that don't know chiron is the asteroid that represents your original wound. So something from your childhood that is unresolved and that you need to deal with as you grow and mature. I just thought that was interesting because that when you had mentioned certain things, talking about your disagreements or things that he needed to work on, it all went back to what his Chiron was. And I just thought, I just thought it was so interesting that so many things in your chart were activated by that. What are the odds of that? And with you talking about his certain placements in my houses, they, what I said in my, or what I found in my research is that there's special emphasis on the fourth, fifth, seventh, and eighth houses of the couple's charts. That makes sense. So for those of you that don't know, the fourth house is your home, family, roots, like your, pretty much like your childhood establishment. What did you say? Fourth? Fifth. fifth. Romance. So the fifth house is house of romance, self-expression, creativity. Seventh is your house of relationships, mutuality, and sharing. And eighth. And the eighth house is intimacy, sex, bonding, shared money, and property. So, that makes sense. Yeah. So though that's mainly where you would focus if you're trying to identify if someone is your twin flame, potentially, is if you have any aspects in those houses so for me, the easiest way for me to do it is to go on to Time Passages, and that's my favorite app for astrology. And I paid for the pro version, and I use it all the time, especially with my friends and coworkers that are really interested in it. I just did it to run Kimmy's Sinistry chart. But I know you can also use the pattern and run a bond, mm -hmm. and then it'll also like tell you more stuff. I think like some of the things on the pattern you have to pay premium for or whatever. Yeah. But I feel like the free version of the bond goes pretty in-depth as well so those can be like little ways for you to cheat and look into someone's stuff just don't be that person that's in denial if the bond's not good it's not good and i don't know i've used the pattern a lot and the bonds have been pretty accurate like it's so i was joking with kimmy because one of her friends we've talked about her before is her pattern stuff with her partner is just bad and I was joking, like, reason for the d 
divorce, the pattern. <laughs> Astrology. Astrological compatibility. Yes, yes. But I know other, like, more, like, in-depth astrologers that deal specifically with romance, they look at other asteroids like Eros, Psyche, or Juno to gain insights on, like, your soul connections and your romantic relationships. And what I found was so interesting was when the stuff that was going on with Justin Bieber and Haley and Selena, mm -hmm. a lot of people were looking at those asteroids and found that Haley and Selena have connection, like strong connections. I, I want to say in Juno. Oh. Like Haley and Selena are fated to do whatever, be enemies or whatever. That's interesting. They have like past life connection. And I am not that far along in my astrology studies to really know in depth what it is, but I know that's something that like romance astrologers focus in on when they run your charts. Well, because Juno, that, oh my gosh, why am I blinking? Juno is all about the kind of partners that you attract and what you seek in long-term commitments. So the fact that both of them are connected mm -hmm. through Juno and they've both been in long-term relationships with Justin. Specifically, yeah. That's interesting. Um, another thing that you could look at, and this is what I use mainly, is to look at the nodes of the moon. Look at your north node and your south node, because that can be associated with your past life connections and your soul growth. So a lot of astrologers look at that part in your birth chart to explore like potential karmic ties or spiritual lessons that your partner can teach. And to me, that resonates more with what a twin flame is supposed to be, like helping you grow and mature as a person and teach you a lesson in this lifetime. That's more what I associate with it. So if you're wanting to look at the astrological things for identifying if you have a twin flame, run a synastry chart, use the app or website of your choice. I recommend time passages or the pattern. You can also dive into your asteroids. That's something that I haven't done personally, but now that I know that it's a thing, I'll probably look into it. And then yeah, your north node, south node, and how, how it ties into your moon. Just so you can see, because like we were talking about, the twin flame is supposed to be divine connection. So mm -hmm. it goes beyond those surface relationships and connections that we make. So we're going further into the birth chart. We're going beyond the sun signs. And the other thing that a lot of the research that I read was basically just saying that with astrology and twin flames, you won't get a direct yes or no. Astrology just provides guidance, not necessarily a mm -hmm. conclusion, and it will unveil the where the ties are but it's our responsibility to actually nurture them with love and affection like the universe can lead the flame to water but it can't extinguish i don't know i don't know what i was trying I was trying, to make, trying to make an analogy and it did not work out but essentially i don't know i feel like yeah you should... have to be ready to do the work too yeah i feel like there are some people in their lifetime that are just not ready and they're very cognizant of it. And so they will just, they may have met their twin flame, you know, the love of their life and the relationship just went nowhere because they didn't want to do the work for it. You know what it makes me think of? It makes me think of like celebrities whenever they write their memoirs <laughs> and they're like, this person was always the love of my life. And I regret the day that yeah. you know, it didn't work out or I messed it all up and 
That's what it makes me think of. If anyone watched Daisy Jones and the Six on Amazon Prime, or if you read the book, that's what make that's to me is what looks like a twin flame. Is, I didn't know, watch that. They had like a very tumultuous connection, but they both grew from it as like artists, and then they went their separate ways and lived their lives. And arguably, they were better because of their relationship that didn't pan out. But then they came back together at the end. That's sweet. Yeah. It's a good show. I haven't read the book, but I did read from the same author, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. I feel like that is probably another twin flame representation. Interesting. Do I believe in twin flames? To be determined. (laughs) I feel like you don't. (laughs) There's just a healthy amount of skepticism in... It's not skepticism towards the concept of a twin flame. It's skepticism toward people identifying who their own twin flame is. I feel like a lot of people are misled. Yeah. A lot of people think that their twin flame is as easy as someone that they just have a strong connection with. Mm -hmm. Like the first person they have a strong connection with, they're like, oh, this is my twin flame. And then they meet someone similar and they're like, oh. And it's just an endless cycle of thinking that someone's your twin flame. I don't really, I, for a while, I stopped buying into the whole twin flame thing just because, one, I hadn't really met anyone that Mm -hmm. I liked that much to even think of them as being my twin flame. So I think it just depends on how eager someone is because I'm sure if they are, like, you shouldn't search out to find your twin flame. Yeah, you should just be living your life. Yes. Like I was saying before, it's the divine timing, like the universe will put that person in your path. But I think your issue with it is because so many people seek it out. Yeah, that might be where I do take issue with it is a lot of people are just constantly looking. And so they'll they'll look at everything in rose colored glasses and ignore every single red flag. Mm -hmm. They're just like, yep, it's a flag. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of flags, I don't understand the whole beige flag trend thing. I think it's just, like, something that the person does and it's not good or bad. Is that what that is? I've seen some beige flags and everyone in the comments was like, no, this is not a beige flag. So that's why I don't understand the trend. Oh, so a beige flag is a trait in a person or situation that is boring or uninteresting. So it's not positive or negative, it's just weird. Positive or negative, it's just weird. What is an example of a beige flag? My boyfriend's beige flag is that he sets timers instead of alarms. (laughs) Oh my gosh, (laughs) that is a beige flag. (laughs) Okay, that's good, because I've seen other ones where a girl will make a post about her boyfriend's beige flag, and then everyone in the comments says, honey, that's not beige. Oh, it's red. (laughs) This person said, when he acts like he's going to give me a kiss, but he's really hiding a whole strawberry in his mouth, and then proceeds to push the strawberry into my mouth. (laughs) What the? (laughs) So it's just weird, quirky things that someone does. I feel like I definitely have some of those, but I can't think of them right now, but that's hilarious. Okay, that makes me... That makes sense. Also, what... Let's circle back to Twin Flames. I was going to say, we, I didn't really go through my notes of certain things to look in your chart, 
but we should definitely make a little cheat sheet infographic for Instagram on where you could look. For tight conjunctions, you should look at their sun in in relation to your sun, sun in relation to moon, and then also Venus if it's in the second or seventh house. Chances are that'll be a really strong relationship. And it's good to have positive aspects between Venus of one partner and Mars of the other as it creates long-lasting chemistry. And then Jupiter. When Jupiter is in the fifth and seventh house of the couple, there will be great progress in the relationship. And that when your Jupiter makes a good aspect to the sun or moon of your partner, this means you can bring them luck, expand their horizons, help achieve success, and heal their wounds. Yeah, it may just take some time. Take some time. I don't know where I'm going with Are you talking about me? I'm I'm taking all the time. (laughs) Take the time for yourself. If it's meant to be, if the universe... If the universe says yes, then okay. If you love someone, set them free. (laughs) Did you have anything else that you wanted to add for our Twin Flame episode? Stop thinking everyone's your twin flame. Yeah, stop thinking everyone's your twin flame. I'm not trying to be crotchety about it, I promise. Well, I I feel like more people should lean into the whole soulmate thing. Mm -hmm. Especially your platonic soulmates. Like my friend Liz, she's one of my platonic soulmates. Mm -hmm. And the pattern does agree with that too. You can know someone for so many years and know that you have that bond. But somehow seeing it in the pattern, and I promise we're not sponsored by them, but seeing it in the pattern really just affirmed everything for me yeah it makes a lot of sense i think that's one thing that i like about astrology is sometimes you just want to learn more about your relationships and it just adds another layer Mm -hmm. to things that you already know and it's it helps you like interpret your world around you and it's i know some people can use it predictively but right now i think the stage where i'm at is i'm just using it to understand more about my yeah. friends, my family, and myself. But yeah. That's all we have for Twin Flames. Let us know what you thought about this episode. I know a lot of people really requested it. If you have any specific questions, send them to us. Maybe we'll cover it in a future episode. But other than that, I want you guys to remember that real friends share their birth times. And that's all I have for you guys. Okay, bye!